baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk. Retrievers. And how about uh, the Ramblers and... Wish there were a few more. And actually, Terry, that's maybe the story. This there were a lot of really close ball games uh, yesterday for me. Three. I mean, it was just it was unbelievable. I can't remember. Maybe there's been three buzzer beaters at least in this tournament. Maybe four. Uh, the Michigan shot was unbelievable. Um, oh, that killed me. I, see, I'm, yeah. I'm bad though. I start rooting for my friends, and I've got I've got friends that are coaching and doing well, and. And, you know, Buzz Williams lost in the first round to Alabama, and Alabama gets obliterated by Villanova. But a uh, really good friend of mine is uh, is one of the assistants at uh, Houston. And so to see them go down in Michigan, and, you know, then you see all the social media guru warriors out there that, you know, it's the coaching strategy and it's this, that. And, you know, guy missed a free throw. Here, here's the most poignant part of March Madness so far to me. The uh, University of Houston kid, Misses three out of four free throws in the last 20 seconds, right? So they're up two, and if he makes both free throws, game is over. It's like four seconds to go. Misses both of them, Michigan timeout. Michigan runs the inbounds play. Kelvin doesn't put a guy on the inbound guy, which, you know, I would rather not either. I would rather play five on four, make it a tough shot. Anyway, they're able to throw the ball to just this side of half court. Kid takes a couple dribbles, makes a pass. Dude bangs one in from deep to, to win it. Uh, what they didn't show you, and that was the last game there that night. Jamie, they showed pictures later on, like 45, 50 minutes later. The arena is empty there, uh, completely cleared out. And the kid who missed the free throw is out there, and he's a senior. He's done. His career is over. Mm. The kid that missed the free throw is out there working on free throws by himself. Wow. What a story. Yeah. yeah um, you know, but uh, yeah. it just, just there are good stories like that. You know, you've got to be happy for Porter Moser, uh, Loyola Chicago. I've known him for a long time. Really, really good guy. Uh, certainly Billy Kennedy at Texas A&M. I, you know, to take down a blue blood, and I think everybody gets excited about the upset. But I think that gap is narrow. You know how the United States Olympic basketball team in 92, the Russians, everybody was taking pictures with us, right? I mean, all the teams we were playing, they didn't have any – inkling they could beat us or even compete with us they just wanted to be in the same picture as magic johnson and jordan and bird and malone and all those cats 96 eh, a little bit closer uh by 2000 they think they can beat us because there's a ton of those guys in the nba i think the sort of the same thing is happening in college basketball i think the gap between the haves and the have-nots has narrowed quite a bit and as you've seen look maryland baltimore county knock it off Virginia, knock it off the one seed. If I'd have told you going in, yeah, Maryland, Baltimore County is going to be in it, well, they're going to hit a buzzer beater like uh, Bryce Drew did for uh, Valpo back years ago when they beat Ole Miss. It's going to be a buzzer beater, right? No, they stomped Virginia from start to finish. Texas A&M yesterday. And Texas A&M's upset of uh, North Carolina, not nearly, not nearly as big as Maryland, Baltimore County over Virginia. But you're mm-hmm. seeing the Blue Blood programs really back on their heels. And uh, they, they don't like that, Jamie. No, they don't. And uh, 
and I think that was the the beauty of the Buffalo win, uh, twenty twenty point twenty one point win, the Maryland Baltimore County win, uh, you know, by a large margin. Uh, I think the the problem is, and, and Nick White addressed this a little with uh, with with Aaron this morning and and uh, Kevo. You know the the gap is should close, and I think you know so many of these games were. You mentioned the free throws. So many of these games could have been closed out with free throws, and it left that door open for the buzzer beaters. Um, that was that was interesting, but also I think you know you can take it. You've seen what it's doing. To, to me, this is what makes this the greatest. Uh, even to some extent over football, because you've got a chance for the Butlers of the now. Now look at these programs that you know here to four years ago: Butler, Gonzaga, Xavier. You know, which have some history, but now they got a lot of history, and you expect to see them every year. I don't like it when it's, and I know you, you and I kind of disagree about this a little bit. I mean, I love it, and I don't have anything personally against North Carolina. Uh, I mean, particularly in, in other sports besides that. I just like to see other schools have opportunities, not necessarily, you know, win at all. But, I mean, it, it, it should not be reserved. College basketball should not be reserved for the Kansases, Dukes, North Carolinas of this world, uh, Kentuckys especially. I'm sorry. There, there, there needs to be room for everybody at the table. Um, spread the wealth. Make it, you know, and Maryland-Baltimore County made a statement this year, uh, you know, I hope the coach stays. I, you know, I don't know when more money comes talking, but it, it, and, and Nick brought this up as well. It gives coaches opportunities. I mean, you know, so what if they get, you know, you built a, you take a program like that, and and, and make it a winner like Arkansas Little Rock, like Porter Mosier was there before. Look what Loyola did a couple of years ago in the CIT, uh, and you and I, you know, the NIT, all those. I mean, we don't we don't give those t- tournaments. The, the recognition they deserve, but at the same time, it does a lot of things in the sense that it prepares your team that maybe fell short of the, making the, the 68-team field a chance to get better to break that door down the next year. Am I wrong? Jamie, you know, yeah, no, not, you're not wrong. Look, everybody wants to come up with a formula. This is how you win games. This is what you do in the NCAA. Look, Maryland-Baltimore kind of got me 44 points by some American East like no one. Uh, Texas A&M was beaten by Alabama, I think, in the first round of the SEC tournament. LSU swept Texas A&M this year in basketball. Uh, Billy Kennedy, a lot of people don't know this, kicked off. It was a top 100 recruit that they had, a player. Uh, they've had suspensions. They've had issues all year long. And sort of old adage, uh, addition by subtraction, kicked that kid off the team. All of a sudden, A&M has righted itself. Uh, they play a tough game the first night. They blow out North Carolina yesterday. We'll see what goes on. A, a lot of it is just luck. I mean, you, you've got to be yeah. good to get to that point. But a lot of it is just who's playing well at the time. And college basketball uh, is probably more like unlike any other sport out there because if you can get hot, you can ride a hot hand to a championship. Uh, you, you absolutely can. I think baseball is a little bit like that in college because, you know, you can get some hot bats, but a really good pitcher is going to shut that down. And so, yeah, does the experience help? Yeah. I mean, Jamie, I'll give you our, our first thing, and, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, to the NAIA National Tournament in Kansas City. Two Louisiana teams, for the first time ever, are in the Final Four for any national championship basketball event. So, uh, really? really good friends of mine, Larry Cordero, 
uh, of Ruston High fame. is the head coach at LSU Alexandria. And uh, my good friend Kyle Blankenship is the head coach at LSU Shreveport. They're both in the Final Four. And ironically, they play two teams from Iowa that make up the other Final Four. So uh, wow, Texas shutout, Oklahoma shutout, a lot of these bastions of, of very strong NAIA basketball. But the reason I said that is, you know, I was fortunate enough to win a national title when I was at Texas Wesleyan there. Uh, this tournament, you want to talk about grueling? This tournament is five games right. in either six or seven days. Ours was mm. six because we didn't have a day off. We started the second day. Five games in six days. Try that one for you. Um, no, thank you. 32 teams, one floor, over a literally a week period. Not even close. Mentally, physically, toughest tournament in sports. And, and they bill it as that, and they're absolutely correct. Five, t- five games in six days. And, you know, we're playing these kids two and three days. And they're, you know, and fatigue does take a factor. It absolutely does. But we see so many people uh, that are fired up about the tournament, and it rightfully so. Jamie, let me throw this stat at you. You know I'm a stat guy, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you all you need to know about America. 60% of America filled out an NCAA men's college basketball bracket for the tournament. All right? Six out of ten people. Okay. 55% of America voted in the last presidential election. <laughs> do, do you need to know anything else? Uh, I, that's a disturbing stat, too, by the way. But, uh, okay, there you have it. More people were interested in college basketball than voting for president. That's a disturbing trend. Yeah, 60% hey. of people. Feel, by the way, every bracket is busted. Even Joe that works at the gas station's cousin that always picks everything right. Yeah, that one, uh, Florida State blew mine up. Boy, I tell you what, our friend Mark Kramer, uh, Cincinnati native, the city of God. Nashville was not kind to Cincinnati-based teams yesterday. It was cruel, in fact. As uh, Nevada comes back from a huge, I think it's 22-point deficit against the Bearcats of Cincinnati and wins that game. And then the nightcap last night, a game I still was amazed just watching, where Xavier, the top seed, literally has the game won uh, multiple times. They're up 12. Uh, they couldn't score. Inexplicably, they're, they're really – their star player has five turnovers, three of which are on the last three possessions. Mm. And inexplicably, they lose to a, a Florida State team that just did not deserve to win, but they kept hanging on. So Florida State moves on past uh, the number one Xavier Musketeers to the Sweet 16. So lots of crazy things going on in the tournament. That's what makes it what it is. Uh, Texas Tech knocks down. Florida, which I was a normally I'm an SEC guy. I was absolutely a Chris Beard Texas Tech fan. That place was rocking in Dallas, and they take down the Florida Gators. Real happy to see, and a lot of be uh, maybe it was Seth Meyer that, that uh, that's a big fan of that's uh, a big fan of Chris Beard in Texas Tech, and so far he's been proven been proven accurate. Uh, tough first ball game, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the maybe the things that, that that do stand out in addition to the buzzer beaters, the close games, is the the teams that just couldn't finish off. I think is there one number seed left now? Is it Nova the only one that's still left? I believe so. Xavier no, was Nova's, Nova's left, and I think uh, what, what was Duke? Was Duke out there? Duke was two. Duke was two. Okay. 
Duke was two. Arizona gone. Michigan yep. State. And I'm going to cover that in the second segment. We have a guy. And you, you wonder why people get upset at journalists. Some of these guys, and, you know, it just amazes you to hear just one thing to be critical. And when you're a coach or a player, you're open to criticism like you are with any political candidate. You get all that. And, and you know, as long as people make cogent points, you're like, okay, you know, the guy's got, I don't agree with him, but he's got a good, you know, he, he does make a point. I understand where he's coming from. Some of these clowns that write, or I listened to, uh, and I'm not going to tell you who it was, but I listened to Sports Talk Radio the other day. And I'm literally wondering if these clowns have ever seen a basketball game. With, with, with just the, some of the just incredibly stupid things coming out of their mouth. It absolutely amazes me. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, The Edge. The segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere, folks, in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. The Edge rolls on after this. This is Mark Fuller with Car Pros North. Tax time is here. And tax cars are real, real, real cheap at Car Pros North. We just want to let everyone know we have access to over 500 units. We got cars, trucks, SUVs, two wheel drive, four wheel drive, sports cars, third row seats, and financing available for everyone. Come see us, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, Car Pros North. Find Car Pros North on Facebook or visit carprosnorth.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. 
Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back here to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, bringing it here on a Monday. I dare say message board meltdown Monday. You're welcome to join in. 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762. Text your smarmy, smart aleck responses to our text line. Brought to you by Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. This segment of our show brought to you by my great friend, Mr. Ben Pitts and G.B. Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. I appreciate that, Hogan. Kansas was the other number one seed still in. Yeah, we missed them. Uh, there are F- two still alive, yeah. Two yeah. number ones still alive. Uh, FS and Farmville, the team shot a combined 62% of free throws in the opening round. That will lose a lot of games. Absolutely, free throws is a underappreciated skill set these days. Uh, it's not as important, maybe, as what it has been in the past. And uh, even Xavier, I think they were the number five free throw shooting team in America, did not shoot free throws well down the stretch. So it is a it is a difficult game. It is a challenging game. It's it's like golf in some ways. You might hit all the shots in the world, and all of a sudden you need that one putt, and everything changes. And so that's what makes the beauty of the tournament the tournament. But uh, – how about this, Jamie? How about our new bracket? And now, here's the cry from all the blue bloods. Well, we need to reseed the the Sweet 16 because obviously I didn't have a clear enough path. And so let's reseed the Sweet 16. I think that's gaining some steam, and you might actually see that at some point. I hope uh, not. But, you know, if yeah, if you're 90 percent of America, uh, how many people do you really have? into the Sweet 16, when Syracuse, who did not deserve to be in the tournament, folks, I know they're in the Sweet 16. I got that they beat Michigan State. I know they won their play-in. I, I get all that. They did not deserve to be in the tournament based on their body of work. They simply didn't. But you give Jim Beheim and Syracuse credit because it wasn't that they didn't have good players. They were dysfunctional all year, as a lot of teams are. The difference was they were able to Somehow, get all that together like a lot of low-end teams. They can put all their talent together for about a week, four or five days, and be really, really good. And that's what you've seen. Uh, and they take down uh, Tom Izzo in Michigan State. Here, And I just put this out on my, on my Twitter. Uh, the headline of this article, Jamie, uh, from Yahoo Sports. And you, you, we talk about people that, you know, journalists are not very – would you say journalists are among the least respected people in the country these days? And I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on. Is that fair? Yeah, that's, that's a fair I mean, they're, statement, they're, right? They're, they're just not yeah. well-respected because, I mean, anything I disagree with, by definition, is fake news. Uh, so here's the, here's the headline from Yahoo Sports, a gentleman named Henry Bushnell, who literally looks like he's about 12. 
and, and I'm not talking about like a young, like a creepy 12. At any rate, uh, here's the headline of his article. Jim Beheim uses debated tactic and outcoaches Tom Izzo down the stretch to clinch upset. So I'm thinking, okay, uh, hey, Jim Beheim outcoaches Izzo. Do we outcoach each other? I guess we do sometimes. Uh, Izzo's coaching, here's part of the article, was questionable all afternoon. He structured his zone offense around a backup big man at the foul line, setting perimeter ball movement for three-pointers rather than taking full advantage of his team's superiority down low. So he goes on and just eviscerates that. So I'm like, man, Henry Bushnell really taking Tom Izzo to task. So, man, this guy must be a coach or must have been around him for a long time. Uh, No, here's Henry Bushnell's uh, bio, uh, courtesy of Yahoo. Henry Bushnell covers soccer, the U.S. national teams, the Premier League, and other top European and international soccer for Yahoo Sports. He occasionally dabbled. This is this is his his biography that he's approved. He occasionally dabbles in basketball as well. He dabbled. Dude, all right. don't dabble somewhere else. You've got to be that, kidding me. That effort would be called dabbling or something else. Um, isn't it amazing though, Terry, that, um, I, and I think you see a, a school like Nevada with, with Eric Musselman and, and Johnny Jones sitting on the bench over there pulling off, you know, these, over these giants. I mean, Cincinnati has been known for in basketball for years. I mean, I, the budgets of, of Texas, we've talked about it probably till people probably are tired of hearing about it. The money of the university of Texas for athletics is, is almost sinful. Um, but that's what I, that's why they don't need to reseed this and the blue bloods need to shut the hell up and just do what you're supposed to do and beat the 16 seed, uh, like Maryland, Baltimore County. No, don't deny these schools an opportunity to knock off the blue bloods. That's what makes it. And you know what? I don't, again, it's not like I'm begrudging, Texas or North Carolina for their success. That's all well and good. Good for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're, you're successful. But for this thing to have multiple bu- Buffalo, hell, I called them the Bills. They're the Bulls. The Buffalo Bulls uh, that knocked off, you know, Rhode Island. It's time for this. This is what makes it great. It should not be reserved. I mean, granted, it's one th- you know, this sounds like the kid, they didn't get their way, so I'm going to take my ball and go home. That's what it sounds like to me, Terry. You, you, you know what? If you, you right. You should be mad that you lost because you got so many more resources than the little guy. You should be upset about it. But that doesn't mean that you have a right to exclude him from the party. I, I don't agree with that, Terry. I'm sorry. I mean, I know this is what it's going to boil down to is dollars and cents, but – that must be somebody telling me to get off the air. But anyway, that is – I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, you, I'm, I don't no, I don't no, want this do. misconstrued. It's, it's, it's crazy because, uh, you know, just absolutely is. That's, uh, that is my computer, and it's making, like, obscure noises here, so I do apologize for that. Well, I thought that was the NCAA uh, telling me to be quiet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it is. It, the NCAA is not a friend, Jamie, of, uh, <laughs> of a lot of people, so – no, it's not, and, and especially, uh, especially schools like you know. You saw what they did on the baseball front when Coastal Carolina won it a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, they're going to find a way, and you know what's going to be the reaction by the NCAA instead of embracing this? The Maryland, Baltimore counties, and Buffaloes of this world. What are they going to do? 
They're going to try to make – they're going to continue. Like you said, they picked a Syracuse and an Oklahoma, so at the expense of a Middle Tennessee, who probably deserved to go. It goes and, to And now Syracuse something. is justified because they won some games. and Yeah, we should have been in. So that's sort of justified the, the NCAA putting they, – look, they did not deserve to be in the tournament. They didn't. No, I mean – And, you know, they're in the six – now, you deserve to be in the Sweet 16 because once you got into the tournament, you did well. You didn't deserve to be in the tournament, though. Well, and, and that's two that's two separate arguments. That, that you're right in that there, we can argue all day long about who deserved and who didn't deserve to go in. That's that's one argument, but you got to give Syracuse credit. Once they got in there, they, they've taken care of business. Um, you can make the argument about, you know, the automatic qualifiers. Well, Maryland-Baltimore County took care of business as a 16 seed. Um, no, this Did you is what good. the president said? It, it was it. funny. The president of Maryland-Baltimore County, you know, nobody, I only think there was spring break last week for them, and I only think people knew they were playing, basically. Uh, they did open the school bookstore so people could go in there and buy stuff. And they're the retrievers. Well, there was, uh, there's one of the attorneys up there, sort of, and uh, it actually he's a really good guy named Jason Felder, figured out that there was a marketing opportunity. Maryland-Baltimore County didn't even have their trademark retriever logo trademarked and so they immediately went in and trademarked that thing saturday uh and it takes about a year for that to happen but anyway they could probably hopefully maybe go sue uh somebody that tries to make money off of it but uh, they were the darlings of the, of the country the first ones ever to go and uh to, to shut that down and you knew it was going to happen but if you saw tony bennett stuff and i think john i sent that to john you want to talk about somebody that handled it with class? Indeed. They Look, they just cut down the nets in uh, the ACC tournament the week before. They're the number one seed in the tournament. They've lost two games all year. They are the epitome of, of, a, of a solid, stable program going back to November. You had a really bad night. A lot of, common, a lot of factors came into play. You give Maryland-Baltimore credit, county, uh, county credit, which Tony Bennett did. And now you're going to be on the memes. You're going to be on this. You're going to be on that. Although all these other people losing and upsets have sort of diminished a little bit of the focus on him. You know, now you have the people. He can't coach. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, all that stuff is just it's crazy fan talk. And crazy fan talk is just that. It's, it's crazy fan talk. And you're going to have the journalists like our buddy from Yahoo Sports that's going to write, you know, Tony Bennett should have ran the picket fence or, you know, whatever he saw in a movie or a YouTube video that, it, you know, that sounds like he knows basketball. Uh, so he's going to put that out there. But Tony Bennett said, look, this is not a reflection of who these kids are. This is not a reflection of their life. This is a very difficult thing. We didn't play well. Our opponents did. We got outcoached. We got outplayed. And we lost the game. And just to hear him say that gave all the credit in the world to his opponent. And, and I wasn't ever an anti-Tony Bennett or a pro-Tony Bennett. Uh, I was sort of indifferent. I don't know Tony Bennett. But just listening to the things he said, the kids stood up there and took it. Uh, they had to deal with being a 16th seed. They had to deal with the questions from the reporters. And, uh, you know, you, you give hats off because losing is part of this tournament. There's only one team. That's going to come out of that thing smiling. One. And so being a part of that, having an opportunity, uh, make or miss, 
you're part of something that, that's great. And that's the, the beauty of the NCAA tournament. That's why people are enamored with it. I think it pays about 80% of the NCAA revenue. Out of everything else they do, about 80% comes from the men's college basketball tournament. So the interest is in it is unprecedented. The upset you have, unprecedented. And that is the beauty of the tournament. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. We'll be back to break down some stuff and uh, to get into your text, 888-993-7762. Your texts uh, are welcome. This segment brought to you by friends at Spinebell. Pair for the special people in your life, folks. Uh, hook them up with a Spinebell gift certificate package. Lammy Lane Monroe, 318-807-1060. At Vernon Dodge, the spring sales event is going on now with great prices and low financing. The all-new Pacifica is $6,500 off MSRP. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Dodge Chargers. Get $7,000 off 18 Grand Caravans. Get an 18 Jeep Cherokee for only $19,900. Get $6,000 off MSRP on 18 Grand Cherokees. And we've even got $3,000 off remaining 17 Jeep Wranglers. During the spring sales event at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. It's grown up, green ice and time, grown up, green ice and time, grown up, green ice and time at Taco Bandito. It's grown up, green ice and time, grown up, green ice and time with the cooking and services veto at Taco Bandito. It's grown up, green ice Ooh, be so nice. It's grown up, green ice at Taco Bandito with the cooking and services veto. Taco Bandito. It's grown up, green ice and time. A grown-up green icy is the perfect way to get through the day or chillax at night. Just come inside Taco Bandito. And as quick as a masked rabbit, you're enjoying a world-famous grown-up green icy. We've got your grown-up green icy ready when you come inside Taco Bandito. Taco Bandito on Forsyth Avenue in Monroe and Warren Drive at Cypress Street in West Monroe. It's grown-up green icy time. Grown-up green icy time. Grown-up green icy time at Taco Bandito. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, wildfires. When a natural disaster strikes, the Army National Guard's citizen soldiers are on the ground at a moment's notice. With 
either saving lives, protecting property, or restoring hope. They're driven by something greater, a calling to serve their community. If you feel called to step up, stand out, and serve others, visit NationalGuard.com. Learn about the benefits of part-time guard service, like earning a paycheck, gaining career skills, and help with college tuition. Are you driven by something greater? Check out the Army National Guard at NationalGuard.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, bringing you all things college basketball on this Monday prior to the Sweet 16, cranking up here late in the week. Uh, other than Maryland, Baltimore County, Jamie, is there any game that just really struck you over the weekend or, or over the past uh, when, it, when it started? You know, obviously, uh, you know, the Buffalo win was, was right up there. Um, I like the direction Rhode Island is headed in. Um, I had Tennessee going to the Final Four. I think I had Michigan State going to the Final Four. Uh, I did not have Arizona. But uh, I think that throws me as well, too. Uh, maybe that's a, a storyline that's not really being paid a lot of attention to, Terry, is the Louisville's, the uh, the teams that did not win their conference tournament. You know, the, it seems like the Louisville, uh, you know, uh, Oklahoma State, for example, that did not get invites that I think probably Oklahoma State in particular did. Um the way they were excluded, the NCAA almost uh, almost uh, said you're guilty before you've had your trial. And let's let's be honest. I mean, we, you, you and I have never hid from the fact uh, and that you know we know college basketball and, and college athletics as a whole has a lot of dirty aspects to it. You know, the tournament. I think take away the you know recruiting. I mean, it's one of the greatest. Uh, you know, that, and that that is another beauty of this. If you think about this, is that the players at University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and the players at Buffalo, and the players at Loyola, they weren't recruited by these blue bloods, and they beat them. They never got a sniff. Got it. Never even probably had a coach from one of these schools even go look and watch them play, or call their coach and tell me about you know Loyola Illinois off guard. You know, tell me about him. No interest whatsoever. And they turn around and beat them. Uh, you know, that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. Uh, these coaches that have opportunities now, that uh, have built these small programs like this to knock off these schools with ten times the amount of resources that they have, their budgets, recruiting budgets, and so forth, that is the beauty of the NCAA tournament. They don't need to change. They've got a terrific blueprint in place right now. If anything – they need to make it more accessible for schools that are not called Oklahoma and Syracuse to get in, to your point. Although, give kudos to Syracuse for taking care of business to this point. No, I think, if anything, they need to talk, draw upon this blueprint that they've got, make it even stronger by allowing the schools that don't have the resources or the big athletic budgets an opportunity. This is how these budgets do get an opportunity to grow, however. You know, and you've talked about it, Terry. You know better than anything. When you win a national championship, your applications for that school, right, wrong, or indifferent, athletics is the front window to which your university is viewed. Let me repeat myself. Your athletics is the front window through which your university is viewed, right, 
wrong, or indifferent. No so if you have a trailer house, let, 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 mm-hmm. you know, to your point, so if you have a trailer house, make sure it has curb appeal. Yes. Because if you have enough curb appeal and people buy it, well, now you can add another trailer, or you know what, you can put a brick-and-mortar building up. Yeah, absolutely. Athletics are the window uh, by which it's viewed, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. You have a lot of schools, though, that uh, – yeah, and look, academics and athletics can exist very well together. Uh, and they do in so many places. You look what Alabama has done. They went from a 16,000 student, uh, I think they're close to 40 now, mm-hmm. in the past decade. And let's see, what's going along with that? Oh, yeah, coincidentally, Alabama football has been the elite of the elite for the past decade. And so, absolutely, it's a cash boon uh, to the school and the conference. But it was funny, the Maryland-Baltimore County president they ask him what about it. He goes, well, you know, now I'm a mathematician, so I just like to support I like to support our students. Not exactly the answer you're looking for. Uh, and you compare and contrast that with the nun from Loyola, Chicago, who's into the games, who prays for the team before and after the games and probably during, uh, who has just immersed herself into that culture there and become a folk hero. That, is, and that's the nun you want on your side. Yeah, it's just well, funny how different yeah. uh, it's different uh, academicians or different administrators. Some are comfortable with that role. Some want to be nothing but in the limelight. Others want to be back in the in the shadows, but but enjoying it and supporting it from afar. Others want nothing to do with it and are jealous of it. And you see that at all levels: high school, college, uh, what have you. Well, you know, is, is anyone more popular right now than Sister Jean, right? Well, number one, let's give her kudos for being 93 years old and traveling with the team. That, that alone is a miracle, and it probably explains a lot. The fact that Sister Jean makes it into the locker room to pray and whenever during the game, that, that in itself may explain a lot about Loyola. And your point about academics and athletics can mix. I, there's no better example of that. And I know some people that work for, the, for Loyola of Illinois. It is a... Number one, it's a very expensive school to attend. It's private. It's uh, in the heart of Chicago. Uh, but it is a tough place to get into and a tougher place to try to pay to get into. But it is a tremendous academic environment. And But you could say that about most of the schools here. Probably there's programs at the University of Rhode Island that are, are very, very good. Same thing at Buffalo. So, you know, I, I totally agree with your point, Terry. Academics and athletics can mix. I mean, not all schools you think about, you know, the, the Blue Bloods, but, you know, you've got Stanford's that, do, that does consistently well. Uh, you know, uh, there, there's, there's room for everybody, and that's what makes the tournament so great. Uh, and now there's room for Maryland, Baltimore County, and Buffalo, which I think is – and there's others, if I'm Loyola of Illinois. There's room at the top for everybody, and, uh, and that's why people have tuned in like nobody's business and are watching this is because it is probably, you know, outside of the Masters and everything, one of America's greatest uh, greatest events. And I just think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. I'm biased. The it's the greatest event in sport. It might be. Course, it very well might course, be, Terry. I'm, I'm biased. Uh, let me tell you a couple of coaching changes are going to happen this week, my prediction. Number one, I think, uh, in my, and I'll do respect to my buddy Nick Brown, who I know yesterday during Auburn's thumping by Clemson. Number one, Bruce Pearl and Auburn, tremendous job this year. Amazing job by Bruce Pearl and Auburn uh, getting to the round of 32 
and then Clemson just eviscerates them yesterday. And some days it just happens. I mean, you don't shoot the ball well. You're, you're, that game is not a reflection of your season, uh, you know, kind of like Virginia, Michigan State, going down the list of people that have lost. But I thought about Nick Brown probably replaying the kick six game yesterday, oh, sometime after halftime, because uh, it was a miserable thing for Auburn. But look, uh, all this bill is coming due with the FBI and the NCAA and all those crazy things. And so it would not surprise me to see Bruce Pearl um, back to ESPNU uh, sometime this week. would not surprise me to see um, Arizona and Sean Miller. They make a move there. Not, not surprising in the least. Uh, I think you're going to have another shocker that's going to come up. I think you're going to see Shaka Smart take the Louisville job. And get to really? open up to because that hasn't worked in Texas, not the way they thought it would. You know, making the tournament in Texas is not sort of what they want to do. But uh, you did make it; you got beat. But uh, I think Louisville's probably a lot better fit for Shaka Smart. I think you're probably going to see that, and then the door opens at Texas. Do you go after Texas native son Buzz Williams? Do you try to go get Chris Beard, who's uh, had quite the um, uh, the run the last couple of years from Texas Tech. He's just under contract uh, with Tech, which doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, if you're Texas, you have the bankroll to, to get rid of all that. Who do you go after? You go after I, I tell you the guy that I really like, and I think is so underappreciated in college basketball, Jamie, and pulled off a huge upset last night. His guys just kept coming. Uh, and that's Leonard Hamilton at Florida State. Mm-hmm. I, I think probably one of the most underappreciated guys and all, and I don't know Leonard Hamilton. Let me let me say that up front. But I think one of the the least appreciated guys for what he does. Quietly built Florida State. I think he's been there 15, 16 years, consistently in the tournament. You're in the ACC, which you know Duke and North Carolina and Syracuse, uh, Virginia this year get all the attention. But Leonard Hamilton always highly competitive at Florida State. Uh, do you go in that direction, maybe? So lots of things to consider as these openings are really starting to roll. Uh, this is a crazy week for college basketball, and so lots of people going to be. Uh, if you have a, if you own a U-Haul business, uh, you're smiling this week because there's a lot of people changing their dresses. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, who's not going to change addresses, by the way. Uh, give him a call, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay calling today for personal injury, wrongful death. Whatever you need, Bobby is the man for you. Jamie and I will be back to close it down in a minute. Louisiana, do you want a great deal? This year's fourth annual Jim Taylor Memorial Sales Event is benefiting MedCamps of Louisiana. Each year, MedCamps provides free summer camps to children with chronic illnesses and disabilities from all across Louisiana. It's Ford Truck Month at Jim Taylor in Ruston. We have a huge inventory and we're making the best deals of the year on all 2018 F-Series. Come shop with us this month and help support MedCamps during this tremendous event. Help support MedCamps and get a real Jim Taylor deal. If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. 
But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality clo-pay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, bayouoverheaddoors.com. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe. 355-8595. 355-8595. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. Life is short and we need to be serious about taking care of ourselves. Some of you probably have body issues. You aren't in shape and you don't like the way you look. Or maybe you're frustrated that you haven't successfully kicked that bad habit. The truth is, your body is still a temple, whether it's run down or not. If you've been slacking off and keeping active or haven't been concerned about what you put into it, make a change. Ultimately, God wants you to do His work here on earth. The more you honor Him with your body, the greater the likelihood that you'll have longer to do just that. Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And you're back on the edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board here on this Monday, the 19th day of March 2018, right after the, uh, the NCAA first two rounds, or three rounds, depending if you're Syracuse or not, of the NCAA tournament. I uh, appreciate you spending part of your morning with us. Uh, this segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage. So, uh, Jim, you had a couple other ideas out there on uh, a potential coaches booth. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you brought up about uh, Bruce Pearl at Auburn and uh, maybe what will happen in Arizona. Uh, Louisville, I think, is is another uh, name you brought up that I think uh, makes a lot of sense for Shaka Smart. Uh, we've already had two Two positions filled, or three actually, and I'll let you name the UTEP. Who was a UTEP coach? Uh, who got that job? Uh, t- guy, assistant at Texas, uh, I believe, got the job at UTEP. Um, yeah. Yeah, Rodney uh, Alexander, I think, job there. Rodney Alexander takes the UTEP job. Uh, Tom Crean 
fills the job at Georgia. That uh, and then of course you've got Memphis that's open. Ole Miss was filled by uh, Kermit yeah, Davis. Number one, Memphis ain't open. Memphis ain't open. That's gonna be hard away. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be hard away. Uh, and then I guess you know two schools, uh, one that's also under uh, the NCAA bullseye, Michigan State and Tom Izzo. Uh, does that become open? And then you know there's there's rumors that uh, Jim Laranega's had enough and he may hang it up at Miami. So you've got Middle Tennessee open. Uh, you could have Arizona open. You could have Texas open. You could have Louisville, Auburn. Uh, none of these are open at the present time. But you know you've already had some some uh, some positions filled, and you know I think Rick Pitino's still hanging around out there, and uh, and some other really well known coaches. Um, Redemption. And, you know, I, I personally hope Bruce Pearl stays at Auburn. I think he's good for college basketball, um, you know, regardless of what. And I, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think Bruce Pearl has ever done anything that any other coach hasn't ever done, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I just think, you know, uh, what happens is if you get good quick, here comes the NCAA looking at you. And uh, But you, these guys, folks, there's just a lot of money on the line. And you can't pay – these guys, you know, millions of dollars and tell them, oh, by the way, we don't really care if you go 500 and don't make it to the tournament. We just, you know, it's not going to happen. So if you're a CEO or anything, you're going to do what it takes to win. And, you know, we can say it's unseemly, it's whatever. Well, you know what? Then go ahead and go to that, uh, you know, go ahead and go to that chemistry, you know, give that chemistry professor $450 million a year or whatever. You know, do it and see who comes to the class. I mean, it's it's just life. And it may not be fair. It may not be right. But, you know, athletics, again, is what is everyone knows about University of Maryland, Baltimore County because of the Retrievers basketball team. Not Jamie, because it's not athletics. of their drama department. Okay, see, look, it's, it's not like, athletics. Let, let's be clear. That athletics is not the front porch to the school. And I'm going to make people mad when I say this. All right, it's not. There's a subset of athletics that is the front porch to every school in America. That's the football program and the men's basketball program. That's it, folks. All due respect to baseball and softball and golf and ping pong and track and field. And I'm not disrespecting. Please don't get me that I'm disrespecting those sports or those athletes who are tremendous competitors and and do great things uh, in and out of their areas of competition. Uh, They're going to graduate at a lot higher rate, too. But the point being, what brings in the money, what brings in the prestige, what brings in the Q value, if you will, are football and men's basketball. Now, before you start throwing the Yukon Lady Huskies out there, uh, there are exceptions to that rule. By the way, the Yukon uh, women's team won a first-round tournament game, I think, by 88 points. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. That, do you think that's good for women's basketball? Or just basketball no, it, in general. That, that, okay, a team that was selected to go to the NCAA tournament. A, a, you know, and you pick, hopefully you pick the best teams. I mean, it's 300-something teams. You're picking, uh, what, 68 of them. So, you know, a, a team that arguably should be in the top, you know, 30%, maybe 25 33%, depending on what your numbers are, gets beat by 88 points. That's not that That tells you the polarization is just way too much. Now, I want to I want to do this though. Uh, my friend, my new friend, who I'm sure will be mentioned uh, by tweet today, uh, Henry Bushnell. 
that's the soccer guy that quote sometimes writes dabbles in basketball. They called out Tom Izzo, Izzo yesterday. Yeah, who looks like he's about twelve. Uh, he looks like a soccer guy, and no offense to soccer guys, but he looks like a he he. I'm going to stereotype here. If I close my eyes and envision soccer writer, yeah, that's what I get. So you guys Google Henry Bushnell, and I'm not making a criticism. I'm just telling you he sort of fits what I would consider a soccer dude. At any rate, so we got Duke playing Rhode Island yesterday. All of these things going on. He's a Yahoo Sports writer, Jamie. All of these storylines, Missouri, Baltimore County, Texas A&M with Billy Kennedy with Parkinson's rolls into the Sweet 16. Uh, you know, just so many of these good times. Nevada comes back from 22 down to win. Um, you know, Florida State comes back. To, so many good stories. Kentucky left for dead about a month ago. Calipari has him in the Sweet 16. So, so many great stories out there. And so, Duke going to the Sweet 16, no big deal. It happens all the time. So, what does our friend Henry Bushnell, uh, we're going to call him, oh, let's, let's give Henry a nickname, Jamie. I'm thinking, uh, how about Snowflake? That, that, that's going to be my nickname. And, yes, that is a disparaging name. And, and yeah, I, I own it. Uh, so, he writes a story yesterday, not about the Duke-Rhode Island game. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the mother of Duke freshman Wendell Carter said she was verbally abused by a Rhode Island fan and forced to switch seats yesterday during Duke's second-round win over the Rhode Island Rams. Now, she spoke to a local Raleigh-Durham reporter at halftime, and she said a Rhode Island fan called her a B-word. Oh, they, they interviewed no. me because nobody uses, nobody uses profanity at games. Uh, the quote was, nobody wants to be called a name like that. Uh, and here's where it gets interesting, especially when it's a white guy and I'm black. You know, I've used some profanity before, and I've got to be honest with you, I'm pretty equal opportunity. I don't care if you're white, black, red, or green. If you know, I, Hopefully people don't use that, and I try to curtail my use of that. But here's our boy Henry um, writing about it. Duke forward Marvin Bagley got called for a charge early in the game, and according, according to her version, Ms. Carter said she reacted by saying, come on, ref, that wasn't a charge. And one of the Rhode Island fans looked at her and said, yes, it was B-word. Okay. This is the and story a, that they write. Yet another reason to hate Duke, right? Uh, give us another reason. I mean, and not because Duke's not a great school or anything, but they have this, how should I say, a very wine and cheese uh, persona. This, uh, no, this, this moron, and I'm going to say, Henry, he might be a nice uh, guy and gives to his church. It helps old ladies across the street. But that's the story? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's our story? boy Henry. Bush, yeah. yeah, that's the headline on Yahoo Sports. Uh, Rhode Crazy. Island fan uh, defames, verbally assaults Duke mom. And then, you know, because the lady was, the mom was black, the guy was white, allegedly. Uh, he has to throw that into the story because... You know, people are not trying to polarize us on the basis of race, sex, uh, beliefs, religion, anything of that nature these days. But Henry adds relevance to that story. Um, again, it's a snowflake version. And look, if the guy did it, shame on you, bro. I'm not, no, I know me am I condoning doing that. He writes a, a story about this. Well, Do you know there, how many there's other... fans go back and forth to each other of all races, creeds, sex, sexual orientations, 
religion, uh, third letter of first name. Oh, my God, are we to that point? So could we – would it be – at this point, I don't think Bushnell is, is, is right. Let's call him Bush League because Henry Bush League can do no better than find out that being a headline story. Trying to make – all he's trying to do, let's be honest – is trying to make a name for himself, and he thinks in Jamie, nowadays. Jamie, do I doubt that this happened? Do I? No, I don't. No, I don't doubt it happened. But why are we feeling I, sorry know, for Marvin Bagley? Maybe she didn't. I take her at her word. Hey, nobody likes to be called that. I agree with you, ma'am. It has no place, and I'm not faulting her. You know, uh, the fact that the, the racial part was thrown in. I, you know, hey, look, I, again, I've used it 